Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast uh, here tonight uh, with special guest, Brother Joe Hostetler, pastor of the uh, Beach Church here in North Dakota. Um, and you are tuning in to the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. If you want to get involved with the program tonight, you can give us a call in studio 
5133, or you can text us with any questions or comments tonight, 701-290-7862. And if you're out of country and you'd like to email those questions or comments tonight, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. I don't believe Joe or I are going to give out our phone numbers tonight. Um, and so, but if you do know them and you want to let us know you're listening, we sure appreciate that. You can text us if you know our numbers. I think we're all right with that. But, Brother Joe? Well, all right. Thank you, Brother Seth. And uh, I just got a text message from Pastor Simons. He said, please greet everyone for me. Let them know I'm taking the night off. So, greetings from Pastor Simons, everybody. He is taking the night off tonight. And a few weeks ago in church, while he was preaching, he was uh, he was using the example of he was talking about men treating their wives right or something like that, and he said he could not preach if him and his wife were um, at odds or something like that. And he said, so, Brother Joe, next time I ask you to speak, maybe maybe that's why maybe my wife and I are having some kind of disagreement. So is that what's going on tonight? No, I don't think so. I'm just kidding. I just came from their house, and uh, they they have a great marriage, I'll tell you that. If, you know, if, if anybody ever made me want to get married, it would be them to watch them as a couple and so I'm just joking. I just came from their house, and uh, they are uh, having a lot of fun like usual. And uh, I uh, I believe my brother-in-law, brother, sisters, and sister-in-laws in Pennsylvania, and all my nieces and nephews are listening. So hello to you guys. And uh, Pastor Simons just called me this afternoon and said he'd like to have the night off and asked me if I could come up with something, and I said I believe I can. And uh, so tonight, I'm just going to dive right into it, um, and uh, I got, I'm going to quote a whole chapter out of the, out of the Bible tonight. I, uh, I was able to manage to memorize one whole chapter in the Bible, Psalms, one, Psalms chapter 117, it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, praise him, all ye, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. And that's it. Shortest chapter in the Bible, Psalms 117. Um, And tonight, I'm just going to introduce my topic a little bit. I'm going to read that chapter again. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. And then uh, John 1.14 says, The Word was made flesh, and of course we know the Word is Jesus. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight for a little while. I'm going to talk about, first off, in uh, Psalms 117, he talked about uh, praising the Lord, all ye nations, all ye people, and uh, you know who that is, all ye nations and all ye people? That's us. And it says, for his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. That's what we're going to talk about tonight, is the truth of the Lord. We're going to be talking about his merciful kindness, and then we're going to talk about praise and worship, maybe, if we get to that. Because I don't, we're going to talk about truth first off, because I don't think you can have mercy there's no need for mercy if there is no definite truth. Uh, so we're going to talk about truth first. Then we're going to talk about mercy. And if we get to it, we're going to talk about praise and worship. So just uh, that's, that's going to be what we're talking about tonight. We're going to play a song here. And we'll be right back on Tell It Like It Is show. 
Say amen. Amen. Uh, good to be back with you again on the Tell Like It Is show. Uh, greetings to Dave and Enrique at the county jail. Good to have you guys listening. Um, Pastor Simon sure sure enjoys going up there and, and being with you guys. Um, he's, I think that, I think he said before that if he had to give up one service on a Sunday, he would just about uh, rather go to the jail than anywhere else. And so it's good to have you guys listen. Hopefully I can meet you guys someday. 
Uh, but until then, God bless you. And tonight, um, I want to just redeem myself a little bit here. Uh, Pastor Simon texted me and said, what? What are you talking about uh, with him and his wife? I was just kidding. I He said it as a joke. I said it as a joke. So, so there. Just trying to redeem myself a little bit here. We are talking about the truth of God and the mercy of God tonight. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. This is the song that Moses was singing to the children of Israel right before he died. And uh, Moses, the Bible records his death and burial in uh, the chapter, maybe just a few chapters after this, but this is his song in verse 2 of Deuteronomy chapter 32, or excuse me, verse 4. It says, He is the rock, speaking of the Lord. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. We're going to talk about God is a God of truth. He is a God of definite. He is, um, there is nothing like half truth with God. He's not into, he's not into half truth. He's not into, um, just anything goes. Um, whatever is not, has nothing to do with God. His ways are perfect. Uh, his work is perfect. All his ways are judgment. A God of truth without iniquity, just and right is he. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 says that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Truth is a big deal to God. Truth is who God is. God, there is no false way in him. He is not, uh, he is not into half truth. He is not into uh, anyone holding the truth in unrighteousness. God is not into um, just, you know, oh, uh, praise the Lord, brother. Um, you know, if, 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 he's, if he's not your Lord, God is not into, he's not into, uh, you know, uh, praise the Lord, uh, Jesus is Lord, or, you know, any of that stuff. God's not into that if he really isn't your Lord. He is not into somebody uh, willfully living in sin and holding the truth in unrighteousness. God is not into that. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Now, we're going to talk about the truth of the Lord for a little while tonight. And uh, it, it, it may sound harsh, and I hope it... Well, you know what? Some, some, of, the, some of the truth is harsh. And uh, so we're going to talk about the truth. But before you, you, know, before you uh, shut me off tonight and... Uh, or whatever, just remember that first off, I'm going to talk about truth, and then I'm going to talk about mercy. King David said this in Psalms chapter 119, verse 30. He said, I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. Today in church service, uh, we had an awesome church service today at the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. Pastor Simon's talked about your choices and choosing. And here's what King David said, I have chosen the way of truth. And if you think that that uh, we can't choose or, you know, it, uh, I tell you what, living for God and doing what's right is as simple as a choice. It, it is. It's as simple as a choice. If you go back to the very beginning, you know, back when Adam and Eve were in the garden, when they were in, in, in perfect fellowship with God, when the serpent came to Eve, if you, you know what, if you, if you don't believe that we have a, a choice 
you know, in this matter or whatever, you know, between right and wrong. Eve had a choice that day in the garden when the serpent came to her and said, uh, has God really said that you can't eat this? You know, has God really said? Well, Eve had a choice right there. Was she going to listen to the voice of God? Was she going to listen to God's word? Or was she going to listen to the world? Or was she going to listen to the devil? See, she had a choice right there. And that's what we're going to talk about a little, for a little while. King David said, I've chosen the way of truth. You know what? I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. Truth. There is a definite. There is, you know what? We have something that we can go by. We have something that is true. And when Jesus was brought to the judgment hall right before his crucifixion in John chapter 18, Pilate asked Jesus, or he asked the priests, he asked them, what has this man done? And he said, I can't find anything wrong with him. But, and then Pilate started questioning Jesus, and he asked him a few questions. And he asked Jesus, art thou a king? In, in verse 37 of John chapter 18, Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. That's what we're talking about, the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? So what is truth? What is truth? I believe it can be um, very simple. Jesus answered it in the chapter right before that. John chapter 17, verse 17, where he said, where he's praying for for his disciples. Not just his disciples, but also all those that would believe on him through their word. Jesus said this in verse 17 of John chapter 17. He says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so we see that God's word is truth. God's law is truth. God's everything about God is truth. Jesus said in Mark chapter 13 verse 31, He said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words are not going to pass away. This is definite. This is settled forever, O Lord. Thy word is settled in heaven and earth. And that can be, it can be the greatest blessing to you or it can be your biggest stumbling block. Because this is what Peter said, 1 Peter chapter 2. And we know, this is, he's talking about Jesus here. He says, it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. It can be, you know, unto us which believe, Jesus and the word, it's precious to us. Because this is something we can hang on to, this is something we can stand on, this is something that... You know, when, when, if we face persecution, if we, you know, if we ever, if, if we ever, um, you know, face serious persecution, even to the point of death for, for what we stand for, this is something we can hang on to. Heaven and earth is going to pass away. You know, this life, it's all going to pass away. 
but the words of Jesus Christ are not going to pass away. This Bible is not going to pass away. You know, you say, well, what is, the, you know, which, just, just the words of Jesus. No, the whole Bible is the Word of God. It's not going to go anywhere. To us that believe, it's precious. But to those that are disobedient, it's a stumbling block. Uh, it's a stone of stumbling. And it's a rock of offense. This can be uh, the fact that this Word's not going to go anywhere. If you're on the right side of the Word of God, um, it's the greatest thing in the world just to know, you know what, no matter what happens, this Word's still true. But think about this. The same Bible that talks about all the good things to, that, to those that do what's right and to those that follow the Word of God and those that, that uh, do what Jesus commanded, the same Bible that says that uh, has the exact opposite to say about those that don't. So it's, you know, whichever side of the Word of God that you stand on. You know, are you on the right side of God or on the left side of God? It's, it's, it's that simple. So, that's how God's Word is. I know Peter was talking about Jesus being the, uh, the chief cornerstone, but Jesus is the Word made flesh. So, same thing. All right. So, now that we know that God's Word is truth, and it will not bend no matter what, God's Word is forever, and God's Word will never change. We can be sure of that. Now, I'm going to read some scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and they may seem harsh after I get through reading them, but in verse 9, Paul, this is what Paul said. He said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. I would almost guarantee, but the Bible says don't swear, let your yea be yea, nay be nay, that there is not one person that's listening to me tonight, including myself, that has not committed at least one of those that I mentioned. There's not one person. I, I'm sure of it. Unless you're just a tiny little baby. But any adult, at some point in your life, you have committed at least one of those that I just named. And some of these, I don't even like talking about them, but in order for you to know what he's talking about, here goes. Okay, first one. He said, the unrighteous are not going to enter into the kingdom of God. Those are not going to enter in. And let's remember this. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his words are not going to pass away. It doesn't matter. It, you know, it does not matter. His words are not going to pass away. Uh, be not deceived, neither fornicators. This is uh, sexual relations out of, outside of a marriage. Those type, you know what? Those type of people according to this scripture, are not going to heaven. That's the truth. That's God's word. That's the, just the way it is. That's the first one, fornicators. Now, idolaters. Anything that is before God in your life. You know, anything. It, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's good or bad. If it's before God in your life, it is an idol, and Paul said idolaters won't inherit the kingdom of God. 
Now, these are going to sound harsh, but, you know, just hang on because, yeah, we're going to get to the grace part and we're going to get to the mercy part yet. So, anything before God. You know, Paul talked about, I believe it's in 1 Timothy, 1 or 2 Timothy. He talked about how in the last days people would be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And that is so relevant in our day, I think. Um, I think just about just about anybody would would agree to this. I was out at um, maybe some of you guys know where home on the range is out close to where I live by beach, and I was there uh, this past Thursday evening uh, doing a Bible study with some of the boys there, and we were talking about this. And when we we did, I didn't read that exact I didn't read First Corinthians chapter six, but we were talking about. Um, one of the boys read a scripture about in the last days, how it's going to be in the last days. And they said, man, if, you know, they were like, you know, how did Paul know this? Because we are definitely in that day where, you know, nothing's holy anymore, nothing's sacred. Uh, men shall be lo- lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. This is all in that, in the list that Paul listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. All these are there. Um, then he says, Adulterers, that's same thing as a fornicator only with a married person. Or if a married person steps out on their marriage, that's what that one is. Uh, adulterers. And of course, some of these, some of this stuff is just, uh, I mean, to, like I always knew this stuff, but there are people that don't know this. There are people that, that uh, you know, think, well, if it feels right, then it must be right. I tell you what, that's, that's not the way it is living for God all the time. But now, the longer we live for God, uh, you know there are some things that you just you, uh, you just know they're right. You know they're wrong, and and you know and to you even they're wrong. You don't even want anything to do with that kind of business. So, and then he talked about abusers of themselves with mankind. That is uh, homosexuality. He talked about effeminate. That's a man acting like a woman. Or I believe it could probably be vice versa, a woman acting like a man, and that's going against um, the nature of God to go against, you know, what you were born as, to to try to change that or 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 be something else that's not God's will. And then he talked about uh, thieves. I think we all know what thieves are. Um, you know, have you ever stolen anything? You know, now we're all falling under the category of these things that Paul said is not going to inherit the kingdom of God. You know, covetous, wanting something you don't have, usually belonging to somebody else. That's what coveting is. Now, there's one thing that the Bible said, talks about where it's okay to covet. Paul said, covet uh, the best gifts. He's talking about the gifts of the Spirit or the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's And to covet after righteousness and, you know, holiness and along after things like that, that's okay. But now, anything else, anything coveting, anything that's not godly or just, you know, being discontent, I, I think that's a word, discontent, is that a word? All right. Uh, you know, any of that stuff, it's not pleasing to God. And then revilers. Talked about revilers aren't going to inherit the kingdom of God. A reviler is somebody that, that criticizes in an abusive or angry manner, um, and and like I said, I'm 
I think that probably all of us at one time or another have, we have committed at least one of these. And I have probably more of them than I haven't, but I'm not going to tell you which ones that is. Now, he said extortioners. Um, that's getting something through uh, threats, especially money. So if you know if if you do a, if you do a job for somebody or and you don't get your paycheck and you threaten them, I'm going to take you to court. That's that's what an extortioner is. You know, uh, if somebody doesn't, you you think you know you, you didn't get what you deserve and and you threaten them or or uh, you know any anything like that. Paul said, none of these shall inherit the kingdom of God. That is the truth of God. That is God's word. And uh, I told you I was going to talk about the truth of God's word for a little while. But I'm going to come back right after this song. And we are going to talk about the mercy of God right after this song on the Tell It Like It Is show.
is meat and my blood is your drink indeed Eat my flesh and I will be in you Drink my blood, you'll be in me too He said my flesh is meat and my blood is your drink indeed My flesh is meat and my blood is your drink indeed My flesh is meat My blood is your drink indeed His disciples walked away They couldn't bear to hear him say My flesh is meat and my blood is your drink indeed You can tell me he's too hard to believe in You can tell me nobody really knows Jesus has got the message. Amen. I like that. I like that song, uh, the part where it talked about um, Jesus. And I believe it's in John chapter 6. Jesus had some pretty hard things to say to uh, a multitude of people. And they didn't understand it. And they thought he was crazy. And a whole bunch of them got up and left. And Jesus turned to the twelve and he said, Will you go also? And Simon Peter got up and said, Lord, uh, where would we go? Because you have the words of eternal life. And that's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, we were just uh, talking amongst us here in the studio. We got Seth, Kyle, Connor, and Jacek. And uh, we were just talking about this topic about truth. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to sound mean or... Or anything like that. You know, I talked about 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And, uh, I, I've said this before and probably said it a lot. But those scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, those are not condemning scriptures. Those are, uh, it's just showing you, you know what? This is just the way it is. Uh, it's never gonna change. Um, it's not condemning. It's just saying this is the way it is. And like I said in the beginning, it's just, it depends on which side of, which side of that you're standing on. And I, you know, I read, I read the first part of that, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and, uh, but I never did finish reading what Paul wrote to the Corinthian church. Um, I'm gonna read that again and then I'm gonna finish the rest of it that he's talking about in that context. He said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what he said in the next verse. And this is, here's the part I like. And now we're getting into the mercy part. And now we're getting into the grace part. I told you I was going to talk about three different things here. He said, such were some of you. You know, what were some of you? Those things he just listed. Um, all those things I just said, he said, such were some of you. But you are washed, you are sanctified, um, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That's the mercy part, and that's the grace part. And before I forget, there are some people that texted me, Brother uh, Michael Knight and Glendive. Hello to you and your family, and uh, my brother Alvin, and Daniel Portalis over in Moorhead, or I think you live in Moorhead still, <laughs> wherever, somewhere over there. 
uh, hello to all you guys and good to have you listening. But we're talking about such for some of you, but you are washed. Um, those scriptures that I read, I don't want you to feel, I don't want you to tune, tune out tonight. Now, if you are, you know, if you are one of those things I listed, uh, you know, at this moment, you are in one of those uh, conditions, you know, one of those states that we talked about, uh, fornication or, uh, you know, idolatry, whatever, whatever it may be. You know, if you're in one of those uh, conditions, I don't want you to leave now thinking, well, it's all over for me, because that's not the way it is at all. Because now we're getting into the place where where there's mercy, there's grace. But I don't want to I don't want to water down, and I don't want you to think, well, okay, uh, I don't want it to go like extreme one way or the other. Like, oh, there's no way I could ever be right. Um, boy, I'm going to hell. You know what? I am not saying that at all tonight. I'm saying just whatever you're doing that's wrong, just stop doing it. Start doing what's right. It's that simple. That's, that is the mercy of God. Now, I also don't want you to think that, well, the mercy of God says that I can do it. Well, you know, I don't live under these commandments. I live under grace. No, you don't. No, you don't live under grace, you know, if you, if you look at it that way. Not at all. But this is what, this is what Paul said. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. See, that's what we're talking about. That's the mercy of God and that's the grace of God. Because Paul said, such were some of you. You are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Um, you don't have to stay in that, in that condition anymore. You know, if you, if right now while I'm speaking, you feel like you are bogged down with the things of this world. You're bogged down by sin. Uh, you feel like you're up to your neck in, uh, you know, it could be just up to your neck and just nowhere to turn anymore. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, has something to do with your work. I don't know why I'm, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's got something to do with, um, you're covet, you're coveting something that you don't have. And your life feels like, you feel like you've come to a, to a, a brick wall. And you feel like there's nowhere more to go. This is where the mercy of God steps in. Because Revelation chapter 21 verse 5 says, He that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. There is a new beginning. If you feel like you've gone as far as you can go, uh, you feel like it's the end of the road for you, and you don't know where to turn anymore, I'm going to tell you what, just turn to Jesus. He is able to make all things new again. He is able to give you, and not only is He able, but He is willing. It's His will for you to have a new beginning. Paul said, if, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And this is what Paul said that we are baptized into Christ. He said as many as have, have put on Christ, or as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, Galatians 3.27. And uh, that's, 
That's what that's what Paul was talking about when he said, "You are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus." See, this is what Peter said in Acts chapter two, verse thirty-eight, when he said, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ." He's talking about the same thing. Paul said, "You are washed; we are washed in the waters of baptism. You are sanctified." You are justified, and you know. And how are we baptized? It's we are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's how we get our new beginning. That's that's where it all begins. The new beginning. Behold, I have made all things new, and I'm thankful. That's the grace of God. I'm thankful for the ability to have a new beginning. I'm thankful to be able to start over. And uh, but then, but then after we have our new beginning, let's not because Paul. This is what Paul said. He said, "What shall we say then?" Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You know, after we after we have after we get out of the the uh, the the mire and the muck, you know, wherever we are, after we get, after we get out of that, God lifts us up, gives us a new beginning. You know, uh, don't dabble in that stuff anymore. Don't go back to that anymore to the old life. You know, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You know, Jesus um, gave us a new beginning, and it is not His will that we muddy that by going back to just doing the same things over and over again. This would be holding the truth in unrighteousness, is what that is. And so that's the mercy of God. The mercy of God is nobody, according to that, those scriptures I read in First Corinthians, anybody that has committed those sins, uh, like those type of people are not going to make it to heaven. But this is where the mercy comes in. And I am thankful for the mercy of God. The mercy of God and the grace of God is not uh, to give us a ticket to live a lascivious life, but it is uh, to give us a new chance a new beginning. And living for God is the best thing going. Living for God, having God on your side, or getting on the right side with God, it, it is the best thing you could ever do. Um, that is when, after you get to, after you get through the truth of God and the mercy of God, that is when Praise and worship becomes part of your life. And I talked about the truth of God, how it will condemn you if you're on the wrong side of it. But the same Bible, the same truth that talks about the commandments of God and the things that aren't going to make it to heaven, the same Bible talks about the things that will make it to heaven. You know, John said, These things have I written unto you. Uh, that that believe on the name of the Son of God, or and I'm just, you know, quoting it. Probably not getting all the words, but First John five thirteen. He said, you know, you you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. You can you can rest in the name of Jesus. You can you can trust in that name. You you know you can trust if you've been baptized in Jesus' name. You're filled with the Holy Ghost, and, and you're living right. You know, to, to the best you know how. Um, you can you can be assured that God is on your side. You know um, the same Bible 
that that like I said that um, it's the same it's the same truth. You know, I, I can't I trying to express my thoughts here, but it's the same truth. Um, the blessing of God. You know, which side of God's word are you on? To those that believe, it's precious. But to those that are disobedient to the word, to them, it's a stumbling or a stone of stumbling. And so, which side are you on tonight? And so that is the truth of God and the mercy of God. And like I said before, I don't want you to feel, uh, I don't want you to feel like, like you could never, um, measure up or, because I'm telling you, the mercy of God, as many as have been baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. Christ was a man that never sinned. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, you have been baptized into Christ. You have been baptized into His body, and now you have put on that man Christ. A man, God can look at you and say, He's righteous. That is the mercy of God. That's the grace of God. And so we're going to play a song here on the Tell It Like It Is show, and we're going to come right back, and I think we're going to talk about praise and worship a little bit on the Tell It Like It Is show. Since fell a silly little lie. It didn't mean much, but it lingers still in the corners of my mind. Still, you call me to walk on the edge of this world to spread my dreams and fly. But the future's so far. So frail I think I'd rather stay inside But you love me anyway It's like nothing in life That I've ever known Yes, you love me anyway Oh, how you love me
Well, good evening, everyone. This is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast here tonight with Pastor Joe Hosteller filling in for Pastor Robert Simons. Pastor Simons should be back next week. And this is, like I said, this is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. We're on every Sunday night from 8.06 to 9.06 Mountain Time. Right here from Dickinson, North Dakota. You can hear us on uh, KDIX uh, 12.30 right here in Dickinson. Every Sunday night. You can also hear, hear us on Holy Ghost Radio 2 and KDIX.com. Um, but we are from the New Life Pentecostal Church. Again, that's right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. The New Life Pentecostal Church, 105 7th Avenue West. Our church phone number is 701-264-7862. Again, our church phone number is 701-264-7862. Church email address, you can email us or email the pastor, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Our next service is going to be Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. You are invited. If you need a ride, give us a call at the church phone number, 701-264-7862. Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock a.m. is Adult and Children's Sunday Schools. 11 o'clock Sunday mornings is our worship service. Like I said, you are invited. And this is the Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. If you want to get involved tonight, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to give us a call. Or if you just want to let us know where you're listening from, we like that too. Uh, 701-225-5133. You can call us in studio. Or if you want to text us tonight, 701-290-7862. And if you want to email us, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. All right. We are back on. Hello to Pastor Walters listening. And uh, Brother Luke, Simons, and Warren out driving around checking cows. They said um, hello to you guys. We talked about the mercy of God. And there was one scripture I didn't read that I want I just want to address here really quick. Psalms 119, verse 41. It says, Let thy mercy come also unto me, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. And I think that's what I was trying to say is, um, you know, there is mercy and there is grace. There there most certainly is. But it's still according to His Word. Um, you know, either way, it's going to be, it's according to His Word. And uh, that first scripture that I read, Psalms 117, uh, Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise Him, all ye people. For His merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. I talked about the truth. And I talked about His mercy. And now we can worship and praise God um, in a proper way now. You know, if, if, you, if you think you just want to um, live for God on your, ta- on your terms, uh, we, we're not the ones making the rules. We... Uh, he is in charge. Uh, he's the one that is that you know. He holds uh, the keys to uh, heaven and hell. He does. Uh, we're not making the rules here. But I tell you what, he is merciful. His merciful kindness is great toward us. But like Brother Seth and I were just talking about a little bit ago, um, there is a gen. The, the 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 grace that says you can live you know just however and uh, and and believe me I am I love living for God the right way I am not you know if somebody is uh, saying oh you know grace this and grace that 
I want you to know that 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 doesn't upset me because you know I'm living a certain way and and I feel like I'm in bondage. It's not that way at all. But what it does for me is it it so much cheapens down what Jesus did on the cross. You know, do you think being born again is able to keep you from sin? You know what? I believe so. I, I, you don't have to live and say, you know, well, well, God just excuses everything. No, you know what? You can be freed. You know, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. You can be freed from the things of this world. You can, you can live a victorious life. And that's why, that's why I'm saying that, that anything that's just so watered down, I, it just takes away from, from the rich mercy of God. It does. It takes away from, from His merciful kindness and His love that He has toward His people. Uh, so now, after we've gone through the truth, we've gone through His mercy, now we have the ability. Worship and praise to God is a part, or can be and should be, is, it's a part of our lifestyle. First Chronicles 16.29 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. It is... It's due to His name. What He has done for us, um, we owe it to Him. We do. What He what He went through to purchase a church that's pure and spotless. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. You know, if you if you if you just want to worship God on your terms, uh, why don't you ask Cain how that works? If you know, um, you read the story of Cain and Abel, how the Bible says that Cain brought um, crops, his crops, his first fruits of the earth, or the land, to God. And his brother Abel uh, brought the first fruit of his flock, of his animals. And he And the Bible says God had respect unto Abel's offering, but he didn't unto Cain's. And now are we going to be like Cain and you know be a know-it-all and say, "You know what? If you're not going to accept my praise and worship on my terms, then you ain't getting nothing." You know, are we going to be like Cain? Even then God gave God said, "Hey Cain, look. If you know, if you do what's right, give me bring me the right offering." And I'll have respect unto yours too. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's not like, like you haven't been doing right and now you're doing, it's not that way at all. Just, just start, just start doing what's right. Uh, you know, Cain, just, just bring the right offering. If you think, like I said, if you think that, um, God doesn't have a way, God has a way. God has a way that He wants you to live. God has a way that He wants you to worship Him. It's in the beauty of holiness. You know, uh, why didn't Cain? You know, it seems like Cain got a bad attitude. He said, if, if, if it's not going to be on my terms, then I am out of here. And you see how he, he killed his brother Abel. And God said, Cain, where's your brother Abel? And Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? You know what? We have, God has a way, and all we have to do is figure out what that way is. And I hope 
I gave you enough information tonight for you to know that there is a way out. Um, there is a way out of that. I'll tell you what bondage is. Bondage is being enslaved to sin and having nowhere to go because you you may be enjoying it right now, but let me tell you, there's going to come a day when you it'll catch up to you. Living in sin will. It will catch up to you in ways that go beyond uh, anything you can say. Or, you know, you can't explain it. But on the other side of that, living for God, the benefits of that is, uh, you can't explain that either, how great His benefits are. And uh, I believe we're just about out of time tonight, but I want you to know that the law of the Lord is perfect. Um, the law or the testimony of the Lord is sure. And just real quick, if you if you feel like um, your living for God has not worked before, I just want you to know that it's not the word of God that's at fault. The law of the Lord is perfect. The only way that we could um, be living for God and not being successful in living for God. And when I say successful, I'm talking about victory over sin. Um, You know, being in bondage, condemnation all the time. Because it really is a joyful life living for God. There's nothing I want more than to live for God. But if you feel like, I just can't do it, try what I just told you tonight because it works. Because you're listening to somebody that um, I was not always living for God. There was a time uh, when I drank alcohol. There was a time I used tobacco. There was a time I was living in sin. Um, There was a time I was enslaved to it. I was enslaved to alcohol. But you know what? It's been almost three years since I've touched the stuff. Why is it? It's because the law of the Lord is perfect. And the testimony of the Lord is sure. We can rest in His name. We can, we can trust in His Word. His Word is truth. It's just which side of that truth are we on.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.